are four things you need to know up front. One, while we are talking to you, we're not talking about you. Your specific situation may not apply to our general podcast analysis. Two, the info we're using came from sources we think are reliable, but their accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed, not even by the companies issuing the data. Three, you cannot rely on the past results of any investment for future performance. The past is never exactly repeated, so past results can never predict future performance with any reliability. Four, there are many kinds of risk in any investment, no matter what may or may not be guaranteed. Look closely and consult your investment, legal, and tax advisors for deeper one-on-one discussion and analysis. Hey, everybody. We're going to talk about retail and IPOs. Retail what? IPO what? When I think of retail, I think of handbags. Yeah, clothing, handbags. clothing stores. <laughs> Underwear, you know, yeah. okay. shoes. Uh, well, uh, let, let me add something to the retail, retail investor. Uh, we're going to be talking about what a retail investor is. Now, is that an investor you buy at a store like a handbag or? Or maybe an investor that owns a retail store. Or, or in the industry, it means, you want to take a guess, Connor? Um, only because I know you telling me it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a person. It's a, like a, a, their own entity, a smaller investor, maybe, uh, so, so, so yeah. to speak. You're right. You're right. An individual investor is a retail investor, yeah. unless you're so big that, that you have a family office and you've got over a hundred million bucks, then you might be considered an institution at that. What's point. a family office, Mark? Oh, a family office usually happens when you have at least a hundred million dollars and you have so much money you need to invest and manage that you have to hire an entire staff. Uh, right. It would be like using life unlocked partners on triple steroids. Uh, not many people need that, but we're just trying to clarify that a retail investor includes all of us at, at Life Unlocked Partners, all of our clients, even me and my portfolio. I'm a retail investor because I'm not an institution. Institutions, by institutions, we mean typically insurance companies, pension funds, uh, the big private equity funds that are putting money to work. That's what we mean by institutions. Uh, so we are retail investors. And what about an IPO? What's an IPO? Kind of sounds like a, a like a place where you go for breakfast to get pancakes. <laughs> the International <laughs> House of IPOs. No. <laughs> Initial public offering. Ooh, what is that all about? I have no idea. No idea. I think uh, I'd imagine it's a company coming out and saying, "All right, like we're about to go public. You guys can hop in on this." Yeah, you got exact hole in one, Connor. No. And you're not even a golfer. Uh, it's a company <laughs> that that is private, and by private it means you cannot go to the stock market and buy their stock. And what they're going to do is they're going to go through a process of examination uh, and come out and then offer their stock to the public through an IPO, an initial public offering. You guys. Get an A today in that stuff. Well, right, they but, go through a lot of regulatory well, hurdles. Well, let's talk about what is involved in an IPO and whether it's something we should look at as retail investors. So let's talk about the typical IPO is a company that wants to come public and list its shares on one of the major stock exchanges in the United States, which we know are the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. All right. What's the reason behind wanting to offer the stocks publicly? Do they need more capital or... Well, there's a variety of reasons. Uh, they, they, just to sidetrack to it, it's typically they want to either raise more capital or people who have invested in it want to have a way to sell their stock uh, efficiently. And, and by being listed in the stock market, you get liquidity, which is the thing we've talked about before, the ability to buy and sell quickly when we need to. 
But to become an IPO is a process. Uh, you have to, for a company to go public, it means they typically have to have five years of audited financial statements. Now, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> it means they checked your, they checked your ass. They did, but they didn't just do it by any, <laughs> they didn't just go to, to Bonzo's accountant firm on the corner. They had, they had to hire a major recognized accounting firm who went through them with a fine tooth comb. Even then it's not always enough. And I know stories about it, but they, they've gone through that sort of an analysis. The, they, they've hired an investment bank, uh, someone like a JP Morgan or Wells Fargo or Bank of America, uh, and they're conducting something called due diligence. Nodding, uh, do you know what due yeah, diligence yeah. is? Or <laughs> it, 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 due diligence. Credit. Well, first of all, it's it, a cavity it, check. It, it, first yeah. of all, the do is not D O, it's yeah. D U E. Oh, so like on the stuff on grass, you know, it's like morning, morning due diligence. Yeah, yeah that's D E W do, but that's another kind. <laughs> what, uh, is it? Is it just the credit? It's like, right? Isn't it just your uh, equity, like your credibility to? Uh, well, part of the credibility come is this shit? it's kind of like uh, the way we used to manage the Cold War with the Soviet Union: trust but verify. So due diligence is the verify portion, where lawyers, the bankers, the accountants come in. They start calling your clients. They talk to your employees. They talk to the heads of your divisions. Uh. They start looking at everything. They talk to your vendors. They talk to all kinds of it's people. It's a colonoscopy. It is. It, it, <laughs> it, it is. It's. It's a very, very uh, exhaustive review, so that right. by the time the company comes public and has filed everything with the SEC. While nobody said we agree that all of this is accurate, at least they can say we've looked at it. And based on the information that's been given to us, we think this is okay. They're not saying it's okay to invest in it. They're not saying it's a recommended company. They're just saying we believe it's complying with the rules and regulations that qualify it to be a public company. Right. Now, the company's gone through all of that. Now they're going to have the IPO and you get a call from your broker or your buddy who's saying, um, James's body works is going IPO tomorrow. You should get in on it. Should you? My gut tells me no. Well, if you guys knew James, you know, you'd probably get in on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but... Well, okay. Let, let's say we even do know James. Let's say we even do know James. Um, uh, Leela, you're saying you're, you're skeptical hairs went up on the back of your neck. Why? No precedent. It's too fresh. Like I have no his like there's no history in the stock that would make me comfortable. It's a really interesting question because let's say that 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 James's Body Works company is a well-known brand name, right? We see it all over the place. We know it really, really well. So we know what the company is. Leela's trying to make the point though that the stock isn't exactly the company, and so may not act like it. Is she right? Um, well, we see stock prices go up and down every day, but the company's still doing what the company does. Are the two things necessarily always, uh, together? I think they are probably a little bit, but maybe no, there's an influx in stock price. I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know. The two things I don't are, know what drives the stock price up or down really. To be honest, so. It's a great point. Yeah. The things that can drive a stock price up and down are one, how the company's doing, but two, it could be how the market's doing in general. Three, it could be, uh, Who's covering and promoting? Right. Stock. So let's say the market's down, but the company's just staying sturdy. Right. Like you know, fine. Then maybe it's a 
safe buying investments. You know? So what Leela's saying is something that in the market we would call the stock hasn't been seasoned. Now it doesn't mean that they haven't put salt on it. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you got out your celery salt and you're like, ooh, let's put some on the certificate. Put some pepper right? on it. Okay. <laughs> no, but by seasoned, it means it's traded in the market for enough time that we now know. We know who's following it. We know what institutions are. It's a vet, are. seasoned vet. Yeah, yeah. And, and that makes it more predictable because we know how it acts. So, so the thing that we're, that I'm trying to drive at or that I think we're trying to drive at here is, so now we're going back to our IPO. You're offered an IPO. Um, you're a retail investor. Are you the guy that's being offered it first on a hot IPO or are you the guy being offered it last? Last. Yeah, I'd say last for sure. For sure. Last. Think about it. An investment bank, when they've got a hot IPO, what have they got in their hands? Say you're about to do the Facebook IPO. What have you got in your hands? You've got this gold nugget that like everybody wants, yeah. right? You can, you can purchase favors with it, right? Yes. So if you go to the institutions that you know you can make the most money from, you're going to go to any investor that you know you can make the most money from, and those are the guys you're going to let in on the hot IPOs, right? Those right? Are the early because yeah. what do you expect in return? More business. A boatload I was saying, but, more a business, money, right? Yeah. Now, as a retail investor, how often are we going to get to that seat for a hot IPO? Not very often. You just don't have the overhead or the, the we talked about in a couple of podcasts ago, just knowing the, enough people to even be in the Unless it's your best buddy from college who somehow who made it himself. favor. No, run from retail IPOs. All right. You are the sucker in that game. Okay. I'm the sucker in that game because we're being asked like so many times Wall Street does this, try something new that nobody knows what's going to happen. We'll try it on you, <laughs> right? Well, right. that's usually when you're, you're set up for the You're job. the sucker. You're feeding their <laughs> you're pockets the by the masses and that's then you're right. done. You're you, you, you've given a profit to somebody else. Yeah. So that, that's, that's our word to the wise. We are all retail investors. Let's stay with the seasoned stocks not the ones that have a lot of risk to it. Because what happens, let's just go a little bit further. Let's say you buy that IPO, okay? The company is a good company. It's James's Body Works. Everybody knows James's Body Works. It's even producing decent results. It's not profit sharing with us because most new IPOs don't profit share, right? It's not profit sharing with us. Um, what could happen to the stock price? Now, what, what's the worst thing that could happen to this company right now? <laughs> Mismanagement. There's yeah, like, well, if anything, if anything, there's something even worse than that, Leela. If anything off balance happens, there's no reason to stick with this company now. Everyone's going to sell out. What does out. off balance mean? Like, if you know, I, I don't know. Bad event? Like, if uh, at any moment the stock price starts to go down, there's no reason for people to stay in it. So, if bulls hit panic button, I, I would imagine pretty quickly on James's body work. You're you know? really close. Connor, you're really close. What happens uh, with an IPO, if it doesn't do well afterwards, an important thing that happens on Wall Street is when the investment bank brings out the IPO, they have research analysts covering it. They're issuing research notes. If research analysts stop following the stock because it's not very interesting, it's not doing much and nobody's promoting it, it becomes what we call an orphan stock. And orphan stocks tend to drift low. 
And when they drift low, there's no reason for them to come high because who's writing about it to let investors know that, hey, this is really a good thing here. Right. And for that reason, I avoid retail IPOs, even if it's a good one, because I still don't know in a year, is it going to become an orphan? So with that, you've been warned. <laughs> As retail <laughs> investors, we prefer seasoned stocks that profit share with us. Thanks for listening. Before we go, here's a reminder. You have 30 minutes a month of one-on-one -on -one consulting to discuss your specific situation with us. We recommend you take advantage of that.